Hello everybody, hello and welcome to Essex Church and welcome to Kensington Unitarians Winter Solstice Celebration. When the weather outside is cold and the days are short and grey and nights are long and dark, it feels particularly appropriate, I think, to get together with other people in a spiritual community like this to turn aside from the material world for a while, to tend to deeper matters, to recognize an inner world that moves to a different rhythm. So I invite you to use this next hour, if you wish, to explore the qualities that would make this Christmas and <coughs> midwinter a time of nourishment for you, a time when your spirit gives and receives that which will strengthen you in times of darkness, that which will soften your heart. So may the stresses and the strains of our everyday lives drop away now and leave us free to explore deeper mysteries, deeper truths, open to inspiration and the power of love. Our Advent candles are lit and so too soon will be our chalice flame, symbol of Unitarian communities the world over. May we feel our connection, one with another, and our commitment to freedom, justice, truth, and love this day and all days. And I invite my compatriots to come forward now and uh, share in a simple calling in of the directions which will be followed by a responsive reading which you'll find on your green sheet. And as Sarah said, we have a responsive reading now, and I invite you to read the um, response in italics, if you wish. In the greatest darkness, 
light is reborn. Out of winter's cold, light is reborn. From our deepest fears, light is reborn. When we most despair, light is reborn. When all seems lost, light is reborn. When the earth lies waste, light is reborn. When animals hide, light is reborn. When the leaves have fallen, light is reborn. When the ground is frozen, light is reborn. Shadows are fleeing, light is reborn. Light is returning, light is reborn. Warmth comes again, light is reborn. Spring will be here once more. Light is reborn. Plants will grow again. Light is reborn. Migratory ones return. Light is reborn. Green will come again. Light is reborn. The wheel of life continues. And light is reborn. And this leads now into a time of prayer and meditation. We can really focus ourselves on, on these lights. As I call on the divine spirit of life and love to be with us now and to bless this time that we spend together. Let us pray for the needs of all those across this small planet. Those who are in great need this day and especially for the people of Aleppo and all other parts of the world where ongoing conflict makes ordinary life impossible. Let's also be mindful of all those who suffer because of winter weather, those who have no warm bed to snuggle up in, those experiencing the winter of war, those suffering with the cold winds of oppression and violence. May all who suffer this day experience your compassion, Great Spirit, through the care of us, the care of one another. And may this time of prayer and togetherness awaken us to turn the needs of all who ask us for help this day and particularly those who cannot ask for help may those needs be turned into our personal needs and into the needs of the spirit here on earth how would this day differ if we saw god in all who we meet this day May the light of the Spirit be our sun on this winter day. And may we be aware of that light shining from everyone. Help us, Great Spirit, to loosen the cords of habits and routines from time to time so that we might be refreshed in our perceptions and opened once more to new possibilities in life. 
May we sing old songs as if for the first time. Greet old companions as new and wondrous beings in whose presence we are both delighted and curious. Let's take nothing for granted that even something as the rising of the sun can encourage us to kneel in awe and wonder and gratitude for the miracle that it is to be alive. So may we who celebrate midwinter in our lives and in our service, by our prayers and in our love, may we call forth from one another the light and the love that is hidden in all our hearts, now and always. Amen. Our caroling truly begins with our next um, song now. It's on your green sheet, The Holly and the Ivy. <coughs>
Shortest Day by Susan Cooper. And so the shortest day came and the year died, and everywhere down the centuries of the snow-white world came people singing, dancing, to drive the dark away. They lighted candles in the winter trees and hung their homes with evergreen. They burned beseeching fires all night long to keep the year alive. And when the New Year's sunshine blazed awake, they shouted, reveling, through all the frosty ages, you can hear them echoing behind us. Listen, all the long echoes sing the same delight, this shortest day. As promise wakens in the sleeping land, they carol, feast, give thanks, and dearly love their friends and hope for peace. And now, so do we, here, now, this year, and every year, welcome you. Let's sing again. Our next carol is on your green sheet, the favourite in the bleak midwinter.
Joyce, Joyce Rupp, who's a member of the Servite community, she describes winter as a cloak that we can wrap around us, allowing the dark times to cocoon us in a time of creative gestation. There is many a seed, isn't there, that will only germinate if it is cold enough and dark enough to allow that creative process to begin. And in our own lives, I wonder how many of us will perhaps have known new insights to emerge from bleak midwinters. So I invite you now to settle into the meditative time of our morning. Joyce Rupp's meditation describes winter, as I've said, as a cloak. And you might like to consider the seeds that are within you, the changes, the new insights and perspectives, the possibilities that are waiting to emerge. This short spoken meditation will be followed by uh, Simon and Garfunkel's tune, The Sound of Silence with its memorable first line, Hello darkness, my old friend. And our music will be followed by a good few minutes of companionable silence, and that will be brought to a close by a chime from our bell. Winter's Cloak. This year I do not want the dark to leave me. I need its wrap of silent stillness, its cloak of long-lasting embrace. Too much light has pulled me away from the chamber of gestation. So let the dawns come late, let sunsets arrive early, let the evenings extend themselves while I lean into the abyss of my being. Let me seek solace in the empty places of winter's passage, those vast, dark nights that never fail to shelter.
We thought it'd be nice to uh, stay seated to sing our next uh, carol. It's called Dark of Winter and it's number 55 in this grey hymn book. don't get out much, <laughs> at least not into the city of London in the evening, but a trip to the theatre the other night reminded me why I avoid central London as much as possible. Trying to walk through Soho at 7pm in December is a challenge. So outside, just in case you haven't been there, outside every pub there are hordes of people busy drinking and you have to use your elbows to stay on the pavement. Now, drinking alcohol is one way to lift our spirits, especially in cold, dark months of the year. But I'm here to tell you that there are other ways to warm ourselves up and to brighten our lives and to get through the winter time and they'll all cost you less than buying a round at the pub. <laughs> So your minds can now be busily thinking of all those endless free ways to warm things up. Our service today is a midwinter celebration. We're acknowledging that we've nearly reached the shortest day. In pagan solstice celebrations, this is the time for welcoming back the light. But we know, don't we, the truth, that winter is just beginning. The days may indeed start to lengthen again after the solstice on Wednesday this coming week, but the weather, well, the weather will do whatever it's going to do. And we perhaps sense that the earth actually needs a cold spell, needs a darker time before the renewal and rebirth of spring. So, come on, how shall we warm our spirits in the cold months, in the dark times? So, I've come up with five possible ways to warm our spirits and the good news is that we'll have given them all a go by the end of this morning. 
So the first is perhaps echoing, Sue, your candle lighting. It's actually to give ourselves some space, some quiet, reflective time, thinking things through. Winter gives us the ideal opportunity for reflection, but we have to make time for it. We have to carve that time out, allow ourselves space for, well, it may be nothing. Nothing would not be bad. But when we allow a little nothingness, a little emptiness into our existence, well, it can be really interesting to see what then emerges. What new thoughts, different insights, useful connections can occur if we give them space to come. The second way to warm our spirits is to spend some jolly time with others, singing songs, having a chat, eating festive foods. And speaking of festive foods, brings our third spirit warming activity. We are creatures of ritual, and I think it's really heartwarming to actually mark the days of this festive season to mark them in old traditional ways and to bring new meaning to the old activities. Then on your order of service, oh, on, on this green sheet, there's a space for counting our blessings. I heard a psychologist this year talk of alternative ways to support people dealing with depression. And one of the methods he praised was a simple daily counting of blessings, which I know a number of people here in this community do. I invite you now in this service to think what blessings you would write there on your sheet. Blessings that have warmed your spirits in recent days. They can be small or large. They can be the simplest, simplest of moments, but it's in the noticing of a blessing and in the speaking of it and in the expression of gratitude. It's in all of that that our spirits are warmed. And finally, a simple way to warm our spirits is to orient ourselves in an outward as well as an inward direction to remember that we share our planet Earth home with many others, each with their hopes and dreams, their burdens and their tragedies, sharing the journey of life with one another, helping one another along the path, can warm the coldest of times. And so I'm going to close with the prayer written by Tess Ward in her book, The Celtic Wheel of the Year, it's a midwinter prayer whose words you'll find printed in your, um, on this green sheet. When I read it earlier in the week, I was surprised how many of the contrasts she formed were actually current issues in my own life. I wonder if any of them speak to you in this week leading up to Christmas. A midwinter prayer. From the rising of the midwinter sun to its setting, Scatter the darkness with the light of your love, O shining one. Make me short on mean thoughts, long on offering words of comfort. Make me short on being driven and long on playing attention. Make me short on focusing only on my own 
and long on looking beyond. Make me short on obsessive lists. <laughs> long on spontaneous acts of kindness. Make me short on mindless activity. Long on time to reflect. Make me short on tradition as a habit. Long on rediscovery and re-owning. Make me short on rushing and tiring. Long on walking and wandering. Make me short on false festive jollity. Long on stilling and rooted joy. Make me short on guilt and long on being merciful to myself. Make me short on being overwhelmed, long on peaceableness as I set forth this day. All blessings on your midwinter. Amen. Let's sing then together our closing carol. We cheer up at this point as we sing Deck the Halls with Boughs of Holly. It's number 235 in the Grey Book. And so let us close this sacred circle of our presence here today, thanking the spirits of the four directions for being with us, thanking the spirit of our planet Earth home for holding us safely as we spin through space, thanking one another 
for the warmth of companionship as we journey through life, opening ourselves to the spirit that guides and protects us always and reminds us that our little lives find meaning when they are dedicated to creating a better world for all. Amen. Amen. Go well and blessed be.